Jitty Crystal I hope I made it clear like No fear, you can't fathom If you a dope girl, or this your anthem Never hold my tongue like a ransom Yeah, I talk my shit open and then I travel across the world, find the answers I am a vessel of the people I'm the centerpiece, that's what you're telling me uh, The voice of peace and serenity Like grief, yes please But you nigga not dope like me Like, uh What is good, y'all? You're tuning in to another episode of Dope Girl Dialect. It's your girl, Samantha Shade. It's Ian Sakadis. And it is Joe to see. Not the group. <laughs> hey, not the motherfucking group. Hey, hey. Not the motherfucking group. Which means you can't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I get out. Um, and thank you for tuning in to uh, DGD again. Make sure you guys are following us on uh, Twitter, IG, Dope Girl Dialect. Um, hashtag DGD Pod. If you're tuning in right now at this very exact moment, say what's up to us. Say hi. We want to follow y'all. We want to know what y'all feel about all of our episodes. Talk to us. <laughs> Vibe with us. Right? Blow our shit up. You know, let us know that you here. You know what I mean? Doing, you know, you respect us. Right. We fuck with y'all. You fuck with us. Support you know? your local girl gang. You know, gang, gang, gang. gang, gang. Out here squat. You know, whatever is the, the new word of the season, the year. The, the, I don't know. If you guys can't obviously can't see the neck movement she's doing right now. <laughs> it's real hard. Bird level 1,000. <laughs> All right. Shut up, man. Looks like it's about to fall off. <laughs> Well, um, on this episode, we are talking about uh, the importance of mentorship. That's our keyword of the day. Mentor, mentor. And we're super excited because we have uh, an amazing gentleman in the studio today. His name is Keezer. Welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) And he has many roles um, at this dope program um, by the name of Golden Thread Society. Um, You can follow uh, them online at goldenthreadsociety.org. But he's going to let you know a little bit about what he does and um, this amazing group that he's a part of. Yeah, so um, Golden Thread Society, they're a 501c3 company that uh, provides youth mentorship and development for the youth, Mm -hmm. um, 11 to 17 years old, um, teaching them lifelong skills that they never have um, been able to uh, pretty much harness in school. Um, So we basically fill in the gray area, um, cosmetology, uh, hygiene, how to take care of yourself, you know, how to tie your loose shoelaces, you know, like little stuff like that. But what's most important is following your passion, what you're um, really excited about, what you want to be when you grow up, um, how you take that to the next level, um, how you prepare yourself for um, high school, or how do you prepare yourself to go to college? Um, what does that look like for you as far as uh, uh just kind of that that process and um, we're teaching them uh, anti-bullying and um, social media presence and um, how to manage your money things mm-hmm. of that nature um, oh that's a good one so mm-hmm. we're just trying to get you to be like a little genius right off the back mm-hmm. you know um, and we take we look for the diamonds in the rough so all the diamonds in the rough that are just having a strong 
strong, hard time of, like, really kind of, like, adapting to society. You know, a lot of these schools, especially the couple of schools that we're in right now, um, shout out to IS-171, shout out to High School of Excellence and Innovation. Mm -hmm. Um, These schools are incredible schools, um, great leadership, um, just heavily with uh, the uh, different cultures, which can... um, can be challenging, you know, Spanish and Indian and uh, Asian cultures, you know, sometimes, but little heads. Uh, we have some African Americans in there as well. So um, I think, you know, with all of these different uh, cultures, you know, it's really hard to kind of get the, the kids to be focused on what's the attainable goal is getting a great education. Mm-hmm. And we want to provide that that gray area of, of kind of creativity and setting a platform for creativity and um, allowing them to have their own voice mm-hmm. and um, and to be heard and to excel in life. And Amazing. I love that. <laughs> I think that's something that a lot of um, folks miss growing up when they are in school, depending on the type of education or the type of like environment you're in like I know I was in a Catholic setting growing up um so there wasn't there was art there was like you know choir but it's like (laughs) pigeonholed to be a one specific type of thing like we're singing hymns we're not breaking off and you know we would have a talent show but then like all year long we're singing hymns and we're singing bible verses and it's like the one girl who can sing we're gonna put her at the front right and then everyone else is just background vocals are like we're gonna put you on bells like that's it like we're gonna give you the tamarine (laughs) (laughs) little triangle yeah but then outside of that it's not really much creativity or that not, not not that much lends itself to creativity like you'll get those one or two projects Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, the one kid who knows how to draw his book cover was decent because that's the one part that he liked about the whole project, you know? Yeah. Um, but there's nothing after that is done and is and it's seen and it's graded. It's like, okay, John likes to draw and he's amazing at drawing his, you know, pieces to his projects. Okay, what can we do for him to help him excel in that? Or can we have a conversation about, you know, you can make money doing this. This can be a career. You know, they don't put respect on the art's name. They don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you got to go to those environments where you're able to, where people learn that you can have jobs mm-hmm. out of things like that. You can have a career and have a sustainable life. Because, you know, if you don't, if you don't know that it's there, sometimes it's hard to kind of come up with that idea you know like if yeah. you don't know some that small, it's an actual thing small talented folks just got like that tunnel vision where mm. yeah, right. they, they only know, know nursing mm-hmm. they only know fucking military or let me shoot a ball up no yeah you can be architect which requires a skill of drawing which requires some the math. skill of seeing more than just it's a white piece of paper. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> it's even things like that, like trying to figure out like what is it you're good at. You're good at math. Okay, here's all the things that you can do that needs the skill of math. And it's not tip the typical whatever career track that I guess anesthesiologist where you gotta know like the yeah, amount. Yeah, so like there's so many reports now that are out where they're showing statistically that when kids are in an after school programming that is um for developmental mentoring purposes, their scores are astronomically higher. 
way higher mm-hmm. just because you know they're applying what they're learning in school the mm-hmm. math and the and the the basic english and the the science biology chemistry a lot of that can translate into a lot of the art that's why like mm-hmm. for me i was in the marching band i went from like i can remember picking up a clarinet in junior high school going into high school and like realizing that i could play this instrument really well and then someone approached me and was like, do you consider yourself being a marching band? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like in the back playing third clarinet. Like no one's hearing me. <laughs> you might hear like the boop, boop. <laughs> that's it. That's where you hear me. But then like within like maybe like three months, I became first clarinet. And it's just because I applied myself and like I really like school and I really like to learn. So like everything kind of like translated and it Mm -hmm. it was, I found music very easy to me and music theory very easy for me. So I was able to kind of like be really good at clarinet. Ask me if I play that now, no, (laughs) but I would like to pick back up though. So I I was horrible at the clarinet. Oh my God. When I, I was definitely the triangle kid. (laughs) (laughs) I I did tambourines. I did, they, what's the name they have for it? It's not a xylophone, but it's like the bigger one and it's silver and you hold it with the with the mallet. The, yep, I know what you're talking It's like oh. a little square. You make, yes. you make yeah. that little ding. Yeah, yes, I was doing everything but like an actual instrument instrument. You were like, just doing single notes. I tried like, to, <laughs> you know, you were just trying to figure out that creative outlet. Like, <laughs> I was simple mommy. That's one. crazy. Right. I tried the clarinet for a couple of like, I was. it was forced on me though. So that's why I hated it. So when you're talking about the clarinet, I was having so many flashbacks, having to change the read and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. At least y'all made it there. <laughs> I had that, you know, the little thing. The recorder. The recorder that you oh, get from BJ. Yeah. And it had the That's one. That's how I started, little- <laughs> too. In junior high school. They like you make you play the recorder and you play like these little basic songs. And you have all that saliva so in low. there. Oh, my God. You was just blowing spit in there, huh? <laughs> Like, being able to play an instrument, that is like so dope. Like, yeah. I real. love that. What do you guys remember like um, a moment in like school where you know it was something outside of just like regular studies where you felt like someone um, pushed you to like pursue it like I know my teacher they said I talked a lot I remember one time my eighth grade teacher she was like you're gonna be the next Oprah and I don't know if she was trying to be shady because I just (laughs) talked a lot in school but she was like yeah I can see you being the next Oprah you can have your own I unfortunately I'm not well I hate to shade anybody if they have helped me but I haven't had growing up I didn't have the experience of someone supporting something creative Mm -hmm. I wanted to do I had to pretty much fight tooth and nail just to I remember fourth grade I wanted to do trumpet oh my god that was hard I was the only kid in uh practice i think for like almost a month and a half who didn't have an instrument because my mom didn't want to buy me one. Oh, yeah. that's a struggle yeah, yeah. Oh, and wow. i was just like you know i no can't continue to keep making really up an excuse because my band teacher he like so when you're gonna get your instrument you so know, when are you gonna provide it for me yeah i'm just like wow that's wow but well, my mom she was just she's like more so it was is it cheerleading no <laughs> it's not oh i don't i don't want that noise in my house or it's just it's, yeah they, they couldn't get with the, pro- yeah. get with the program yeah. you know they couldn't get with the program so i've definitely had experiences like that just wanting to do things uh you know and then if it's a fee involved it's just sort of like eh, yeah dot. like and, and then that sort of hinders you from 
exploring and getting the opportunity to express yourself it sucks I get that. fortunately for me i have been in like performance school like performing arts schools and things like that um i went to high school fashion industry so literally we were like fucking drawing all day oh my gosh since my sister so, went there oh for real yes. what year um she's 37 now oh so she was definitely there way before me well not way before me 10 years before me so we definitely did not go at the same time but um but like with that like in terms of having like a someone who would push you to like you know explore your creative side that was just what they did that was just like kind Mm. of like a normal thing so i'm trying to think if there's anything like outside of that because it was literally like we were in school pulling thread off of each other like people making full ass you know uh gowns and shit so it was like you know like a creative environment so I would like say like if it's a situation like that with like a parent, you they're not you know able to help you realize whatever goal it is you have. Find yourself in a space where you're able to kind of like have you know feedback from other people or kind of you know have those you know those moments. Find you your know, community. Yeah, exactly. Find your community. But it's tough yeah. though. Like as a kid, like you can't really force your parents to you know support it. You don't. You don't. You don't think in your mind that okay them getting me you know basketball sneakers so i can actually you know go to the court and practice with the team is gonna really affect your parents taking care of home and it's sometimes for a lot of kids your mom or your dad getting you sneakers so you can practice is your light being on Mm -hmm. your water running for that month you know or you guys eating for two weeks and that's what a lot of these kids face they face situations where they really can't really they can't really afford to put that burden on their parents or they don't want to even you know cause stress on their parents by asking them to take them Mm -hmm. to this event or you know practice or you know something like that like that's why i like programs like that because you're able to help kids like that Mm -hmm. and where they're able to provide things that's because like to me that's when it was like you have to buy the trumpet like anything that that i can think of they were able to provide those things for the kids you know so let's say someone didn't have basketball sneakers there's some kind of fund or something that's able to help you know the kid a few kids get up some Man, sneakers or you, provide instruments or tools. That a need. hurdle that I ran into, even in, in this all sounds nice, on top of mom saying no, being in a creative atmosphere was another tough thing to find because mm-hmm. we didn't have performing arts school. I'm from Ohio, so they're not big on performing arts there. It's mainly just sports or nursing or something like that. So... I'm going to this basic ass school with this bare minimum ass music program. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no support. There was no resources there. So it was just kind of like, where do you find yourself if you're that kid and you've got like all this passion that you want to push out into either something dealing with arts or something dealing with music? Where do I go? Mm-hmm. Well, I what say, do I do? Shout out to Jamaica High School because mm-hmm. when I went to Jamaica, and you walked into the orchestra room, mm-hmm. like literally, you didn't see the instruments, but because you were like, how am I able to play this clarinet? But then they took you into the room, and there was like a room full of instruments, and they were able to have these instruments over a period of time, and the music director that was there, he was very passionate about his craft, and he was able to have funding for that school and able to like have instruments there. So I was really blessed to be able to have, have an instrument to play and then like 
able to bring it home, mm -hmm. practice at home, bring it back to school, and we were only able to do that on Fridays. So you had to you, you would take it out, you would sign a, like a kind of like a disclosure, mm -hmm. you take it home, you put the number of the instrument that you have. They'll like label like the clarinet, so it'd be like A one to A seven or stuff like yeah. that. You write it down and bring it home practice and then you kind of kind of like homework so when you come back you kind of like show them what you learned and um and like any challenges you had and any frustrations and then they kind of like work you through it um which was really nice mm -hmm. and then there was like a lot of mentors like a lot of smart kids in my in my class at that time like remember this one kid he played every instrument like that's amazing 15 years old every I instrument wish. like he picked up <laughs> anything he was phenomenal like phenomenal um, shout out to him. I forgot his name. But. Oh, sure. You need to figure out his name because he's probably got some Grammy somewhere. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. He was kind of like the shy kid too. You know. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I remember he was the one that introduced me to the marching band. Um, it was like the Queens Village Youth Marching Band. Um, shout out to that marching band. <laughs> and, um, rest in peace, Jean Coppola, because Jean Coppola was the uh, the marching band director, and mm -hmm. she passed away like a couple years ago. Um, but uh, it was such a great time. Like, I learned so much, like, how to, like, self-confidence and um, posture and um, learning how to, like, move around and, like, march in a, in a particular pattern and play the music. And luckily, we were able to have the music on the instrument versus you had to remember it because there was a lot of marching bands out there that required you to, like, remember the music. But we had, like, the little, um, you put on the... Like on the clarinet, you kind of like put break it off in the middle, and you put this like metal piece that will hold the actual um, oh the sheet sheet music. Oh, and that's then, dope. Um, which was really cool. So I was able to have the music and kind of like use my peripheral to see where I'm going. <laughs> um, and I just got really good at that. And like telling my client, like I, I end up being like head of clarinets, of course, well, of course, keys are you head of clarinets. <laughs> like making sure everybody was like in formation. Shout out to Beyonce. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Queen. Queen Beyonce. So, but yeah, you know, yeah, shout her out. But um, yeah, but you know, they kind of like keep everyone in line, and everyone knows they're, where they're supposed to be in their place. And like, if you heard someone playing the wrong note or like squeaking, and like you need a moment, like stuff like that. And it was such a great experience, and I did that for five years. That was was really awesome. Yeah, those programs are so important. Yeah, it's just the, the one the one hurdle is finding space and opportunity to explore. Mm -hmm. uh, you working in a mentorship program, what are some challenges have you faced, um, you know, working with children in terms of, like, getting them to be confident in the things that they like? So um, one of the things that I've noticed in kids that kind of have, like, their struggle with is um, being able to adapt um, to the environment you know sometimes like you're like say for instance we'll do um, biggest thing that we'll do is a uh, fashion runway training like fashion runway learn how to put on a fashion show and model and things of that nature so sometimes you have to be in the setting already mm -hmm. to kind of get them open to it and like um, so a big opportunity was like utilizing the auditorium and everybody in the school wanted to use the auditorium for all different types of aspects mm -hmm. so it was just hard to kind of like secure that. And if you're in a room, small room, and mm -hmm. and everybody's like staring at you, modeling, mm -hmm. and you get shy, and 
you got to kind of like break that off. So sometimes I'll have to have a conversation. We'll step outside and say, what's going on? What's going on in your mind? And like little things like that, like being hungry, you know, <laughs> you know, like sometimes just like they didn't eat for the day. And, and it's so real because a lot of these students, you know, they come to school and they don't have money to eat or mm-hmm. they don't have money to like do anything that is require them to have a like a successful day you know right so it's just kind of like being able to like just have a talk and like see what their head is at you know um kind of like match their level um but also just kind of like take that leadership role and just saying like look listen i'm here for you you know if you have any questions or you are struggling in 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 a subject in school or things of that nature if someone's bothering you like let me know like i'm here for you like and it's kind of like shocking because they they're like, what? what do you mean you're here for me? Like, <laughs> yeah. you I don't know if I don't even know you, but you know, like you start to build that trust with them, like little things of like trying to be there and like showing them like little like little gems, like you know, showing like if they're into drawing and like you you may have like a, a resource out there for like great sketching books mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. hey i got your sketching book and i got you some pencils you can have it yeah mm-hmm. and they're like whoa like it's so huge for them because that makes all the difference right because their parents were like no you're into drawing that's stupid mm-hmm. you, you don't need to do that you need to go, i'm not like, spending my money on that yeah yeah it's like, yeah. a waste of time you know but well, no so. one thing that i've noticed is just like um giving someone the opportunity to talk about the things Mm -hmm. that they like even if they're not actually doing it Mm -hmm. you know um i think that's important um in building confidence and wanting to pursue something like i feel um a lot of people who are successful they are successful via youtube and half the videos start like half of the channels are just a person on there talking about hair or like talking about uh beauty or products or something like that they had an interest in something and they wasn't af- they wasn't afraid to talk about it and f- from them talking about that thing that they like they were right. able to expound upon it and then build on it and youtube is a different platform of course like you can talk about anything on there and sort right. of make a career right. but like if you're talking to someone who wants to draw if they are keeping that interest to themselves not sharing that with anyone mm-hmm. you know how can someone help them to you know build upon that idea or hey give them a, a sketchbook to actually start drawing there's this one lady that i follow on instagram her daughter likes to draw in a sketchbook so she has a huge following um on uh instagram and so every once in a while she'll go on her ig story and let her daughter talk and show her her drawings wow that's awesome so like she'll talk about you know this is the new cartoon that i the character that i develop and like go through her her book and then the people are on the ig story they're commenting like oh my god you should do more photos of this character and like every time she comes on her book is like literally more filled with content because now she knows that there's people that support her doing this thing and that now she's more engaged yeah Yeah, now she's more engaged now um you do there there's a fashion program like a a fashion modeling runway that you do yeah so there's fashion um fashion production fashion runway training so we have facilitators that will come in and um um, you basically um, basic runway uh, training. Um, you learn runway etiquette, like mm-hmm. how to stand, how to pose. Um, you know, understanding that you have to get your pictures, and then you know, 
holding the pose for three seconds, things of that nature, and your T stance and your A stance and things of that nature, which is, um, Ooh, I didn't, you would never think that <laughs> like, little things like that didn't matter, but it, 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 it was so huge, you know, and um, especially like if you're trying to get into that industry and be a model and you, you have to have great photos and have a great uh, mm-hmm. portfolio. Uh, portfolio and what that looks like and like being able to write about yourself and like also put it in words and put it on paper mm-hmm. instead of put it on that cell phone <laughs> and get this pen and paper and write your thoughts down you know um i think it's it's very crucial to get kids to write and read and or even with that. the phone thing tell them to open their notes app like you know that what i'm saying too. like if you want to stay on the phone then find another way to express it Use your notes app. Not Miss Dixon. Uh, Chris, my colleague, uh, the CEO, she will be like, put that phone away. Yeah. Stop chewing that gum. Like, she gets it's you that, in that, line, okay? That goes to show you, like, there's, like, people have a different way yeah. of, like... Uh, yeah, that, that could maybe even make the difference. You could probably get more of an engagement if maybe she did allow them to use their phone you know it could possibly be something like that too mm-hmm. you know like breaks. meet them where they are yeah, you exactly know? Yeah. like she'd be like okay i see everyone's on their phone so we're gonna do a five minute break you know mm-hmm. yeah and like give everybody a little f- few minutes to like either run to the bathroom or like mm-hmm. things of that nature and then she'd be like all right guys time to put it away let's go that's mm-hmm. more positive than to have someone be like put it away like right. you know just hearing that constantly just exactly. to exactly Turn a negative into something a little bit more. Meet them halfway. Yeah. <laughs> Give them, you know, what they want. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> All right. So at um, Golden Thread, is it more so open enrollment? Do they have to be involved in a certain uh, um, school? Or can kids, like, say if I'm just like, look, I need to put my kids somewhere after right. school. Can they just so sign up? The opportunity right now where we're trying to... Um, pretty much obtain a facility to basically have programs and uh, facilitate classes and workshops every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now we're running a campaign, a GTS campaign for uh, for a facility. Um, we are partnering with Mobile Cause. Mobile Cause is a company that helps nonprofits um, thrive. They're kind of like a marketing platform. Um, huge, 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 huge. Like all the big companies are using them. Um, and they do something every year called Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Giving Tuesday. So you basically you print out this like hashtag unselfie, hashtag Giving Tuesday, and you talk about your program and um, why you feel like the program needs a facility, um, basically, and kind of like uh, make your voice be heard, pretty mm-hmm. much, and getting everyone to kind of have like a, a post or a social media presence around that. Um, and the more, the more likes, the more people that you have out there doing it, the better um kind of gives you a a more a more of a platform but mobile calls kind of like pushes like they'll captivate all of the emails and numbers that you have and kind of like push it out to all of the people that you know because obviously you push it to people you know that support you they're Mm -hmm. gonna obviously word of mouth to other people um and you know social media is such a strong platform so um we just um, it was just past uh, November 27th, um, so we had a couple of opportunities, but we were really excited to kind of like start that process. Yeah. So we know what 2019 will look like for us, um, which is really exciting because um, we just realized like a couple of celebrities are really into the hashtag Giving Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ciara, shout out to Ciara. Yeah. No, Ciara is. She's like huge, huge, amazing. all about Giving she's Tuesday. She's like a fairy godmother. <laughs> like her. literally. She's yeah, great. I definitely saw that. Um, 
Because I know, did they, how long have they been doing it, Giving Tuesday? Years. And it's crazy yeah. because I know, like, I know I've seen it in the past, but I feel like this year it was, like, really, like, I saw way more people participating in it. So it's, like, it's, it's like, powerful how, like, social media can, like, help people and <laughs> help people assist with their goals. And I love that because even if, you know, maybe they're not able to directly help you somebody can click on the hashtag learn about you learn about your uh movement learn about what you're doing so i definitely like that's that's dope what is what are some goals for you as a mentor like um in 2019 um you know yeah i feel like i want to definitely um expand more on the uh like the connection and and being more open for like dialect Mm-hmm. Like I want to like have like a not even a social platform, but social platform, but like person to person, like a networking event. I want to do like more networking events where you're able to kind of like talk to people. I feel like when you're having a conversation, friend of person, mm-hmm. it's like more um, more engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes, you could talk over the phone, email, text mm-hmm. message, but like when you have the person in front of you, yeah. it's just kind of like you're able to kind of like. I don't know. I feel for me, you're able to express yourself and mm-hmm. and and get the vibe and yeah, like so. Like, why not be great to have like a place where you can come to and like have all these people come together and mm-hmm. talk and like um, obviously have it structured where you strategically have like a couple topics and like uh, you could talk about like entrepreneurial like frustration or stress mm-hmm. or um, strength and weaknesses of like running a business or. Um, things of that nature I feel like I would like to kind of um, harness in 2019 for sure yeah um, definitely don't shy away from that mentor role if it happens it happens we would come <laughs> no yeah we, I need we, we yeah, we'll yeah, we'll yeah absolutely yeah. we would love to have you a guest speaker I think like the, the, the youth needs like motivational speakers so I don't know about no, mm-hmm. no motivation oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do. I mean, the second half of you know mentoring is just being transparent. Like you, it's not all just like cookies and glitter or whatever. You know, say what it is. You know, I feel like a lot of people use like buzzwords and and when they do mentors or panels and things like that, like it's a lot of buzzwords, a lot of just like glossing over you know the real truth of of the matter. And I and you know, um, I come from a background where. You know, like Joe to see fight nail and tooth to like get to a certain position, even at a certain level. I'm still explaining to my parents what this it is, is what that I, I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> and they still don't get I could be made raking in millions upon trillions. Everything still got little attached to yeah, it. You still yeah, doing that little music thing or you know <laughs> Yo, my mom is the same, yo. My mom literally be like, Yeah, she got that little radio thing that she doing. She down in little like, New York about what I'm doing. Little, little ass things. <laughs> I wish my family was a little bit more like open to like what I do, I think they see what I do, mm-hmm. and they're starting to notice. But like that Thanksgiving luncheon, they should have been all in the building. Like mm-hmm. they should have been there serving. Like I couldn't remember like like the last time they did anything together, except for going on vacation. Like this past couple of years, they've been going on vacation. But like it, I think like giving back to the community is so huge. And mm-hmm. um, I remember like my first Thanksgiving luncheon that I actually. Um, like I've always helped the Golden Thread Society with their Thanksgiving luncheons. This, this was their 
the fifth annual, but I started being in the building starting the fourth annual. Right. Um, and I remember um, serving food to this family, and this uh, three-year-old kid, um, little boy, came up to me, and he was like, can I speak to you? And I said, no problem. And he was just like, I want to say thank you for allowing my family to eat. Aww, and, so you know, we it's very hard. He was like, it's very hard pretty much to kind of like be able to find food every day and his mom works very hard and is barely home and his sisters and his brothers take care of him like literally like talking to him for five minutes and then when he left i had to like walk away and cry like i had to like release mm. that because that was like so touching and i was like i need to be like here yeah. all the time like yeah this is where it's at you know like best in the babies that. <laughs> oh, it was so good to like see that I touched his heart. And a he, three-year-old say all Three-year-old. Yeah, he was really <laughs> smart. He was really smart. But, you know, like you could just tell like they didn't have much. And, you know, mm. they were able to come in and have food. And um, we, we were doing haircuts. We um, oh, Shout out to Clay great. Sculpts on Instagram. Um, he's a barber, a phenomenal barber. And he, he provided haircuts. And um, his partner, Dex, um, uh, did haircuts as well um, we had like an area for um, arts and crafts so if you wanted to like sit and draw and things of that nature we did that and then we also did like um, care packages so coats used uh, or gently used or new coats mm-hmm. um, scarves hats um, sneakers pants sweaters like it was like overwhelming love of all of this support that we had gotten and it was just so incredible it was such a movement and it was like 750 mils it was Wow, really that is amazing. <laughs> yes. And we should shout, and out, shout to out to all the shelters that were in that area too as well. We were at uh, 1612 uh, North Avenue. Mm-hmm. So we we're at Brooklyn Space. Uh, it was called. Um, we actually know the owner. His name is OnTrack and Palooza Kitchen. Shout out to Palooza you Kitchen. Shout out now. Everybody <laughs> on this episode. Child. Yes. Because I feel like it's mm-hmm. like community, like family. Everybody mm-hmm pulls in together yeah. and like help each other out and it's like all black owned businesses and we're mm-hmm. here to help each other out and if we can help each other just by like bringing a tray of food you know yeah. for the kids or you know things of that nature or like um you're like oh i just had a workshop and i have like extra paper and pens and and pencils let me bring mm-hmm. it to you for the kids you know things of that nature so it goes a long way Amazing. shout out to everybody man yes <laughs> Um, I've been thinking about mentorship too mm -hmm. and it's like you I mean we all have so much going on in our lives like individually and it's kind of you know it's good to take some time to like you know pour a little bit into someone else Mm -hmm. people that are coming up and you may not think you have anything to offer but it could be like the smallest thing that changes someone's like perspective and you might just meet that that. kid who didn't know how to fully articulate what they wanted Mm -hmm. what they have an interest in and then you know you're able to let them know that hey this is what it is and they're like oh that's what right that's what i wanted to do or they may not know they may have not known the vocabulary of like Mm -hmm. what to say or how Mm -hmm. to say it and so like if they hear you speak or like talk about certain topics they're like Oh, so that's what that means. What mm-hmm. was Whitney Houston's character name in Cinderella? She was the godmother. Godmother. Yeah, Impossible. The that's what I need somebody <laughs> to do. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. Her fairy. Her fairy godmother. Yeah. But I mean, I like, even when I was younger, like in grade school, we had like the buddy system. So, like in kindergarten, you had an eighth grade buddy. 
who was like your partner for the year. They'll uh, take you around. I don't think the eighth graders in our school respected us. No, like <laughs> at my school, people were some low key predators because they was always trying to, you know, that one little cute little kindergartner. That's who everybody wanted to buddy with. And that's my fake baby son, whatever, whatever. Like fall back. All the kids need help or whatever. <laughs> and then like in high school, I was like, um, I was a part of student council and then I was the um, sort of like the chairperson for the freshman incoming class. You would be and on student council. I was a senior. Shut up. <laughs> I was on student council. I'm like, I like bossing Wait, my fuckers around. <laughs> I'm not wrong with student council. Oh, you, yeah, said. you gave me that vibe. Like you were like student council from like freshman year <laughs> and yeah. you were like... Oh, triple OG my Look, senior year. They were I like, was the oh, one who made her. the morning announcements in high school. <laughs> See, student right. council had to be heard and seen. <laughs> <laughs> I was out here doing so the morning good. prayer every day. <laughs> Let us bow our heads. Amen. Doing all of that at 7 a.m. in the morning. Like, so I was out here running. Did you streets. make all the kids line up? Yes. I was the one. I wouldn't have been able to do it. I'm 7 a.m. morning. <laughs> I was late. I was the one. Happy birthday to school. Jason in fifth grade. I used to be the one. Everybody, everybody knew me. But no, like we used to have that buddy system um, in grade school. And then in high school, I was... Um, in student council and I was the leader for freshman year when I was a senior. So I was like the go-to person when the freshmen came, like this person like was giving me a hard time in the lunchroom or um, like, I don't get why we can't do this and you guys can do that. And just sort of like giving them confidence in terms of just surviving high school pretty much because I done been there did that or whatever. And I feel like mentoring, even if it's on the smallest scale of like, oh, you see this one teenage kid all the time on the bus sit next to them one time say something like hey like i see you all the time what school you go to you know what are you interested in and even if it's just a simple gift of like hey you mentioned you know you have this interest here's this ticket i have tickets to go to this ballet show or something you know just sort of help bloom like that flower bloom help you know peak that interest even if they mentioned it briefly don't take it as like a just something slight you know you know sometimes it takes some them seeing someone else believe in the dream bigger than them for them to have that confidence to Absolutely. say like you know what I fucks with that <laughs> I mean they're not gonna say that to you but <laughs> but just be like hey you know like he really you know went ham like I, I just mentioned that I love the Bratz doll he got me a backpack to match and folder with the Bratz on it like I wasn't expecting all that now you know I can just go on out here loving the Bratz <laughs> freely you know? it kind of gives you like um I was telling people like when people do things like that kind of gives you like this entrepreneurial like platform of like way of thinking like you have all these different accessories for something that you love like how won't you how wonderful would it be to create your own brand mm-hmm. and be able to have influence it through the way you was influenced so you liked the, the brat so you had like the book bag and the pencil and the books and all that stuff like how wonderful would it be for your own brand to have that and yes. like be able to share that platform like that would be so cool Yes, we need some people out here with some dope girl dialect merch mm-hmm. in 2019. Some, some yeah. t-shirts, you believe <laughs> it or not, some umbrellas because you know it's always raining. <laughs> you know, you know stuff like that. A, a flash drive, you know. Well, a little flash drive. Oh, that's cool. You know, that's don't cool. steal my idea, y'all. You need the pens in there, <laughs> a little magnet on the on the refrigerator, stuff like that. You know, things yeah. like that. Exactly. And little things that 
I Ayana got on the back of her phone. Whatever that is. Pop socket. Yeah, pop socket. <laughs> well, that's oh, yeah, the brand that's name. Cool. I don't know what the actual name name yeah. of, of the actual item. Yeah, but you know how we say band aid and you know brand that's name brand. stuff. Yeah, but it's a pop socket. <laughs> exactly. I, guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it holds your phone up. Right. <laughs> Instead of having like that grandma case, you know, like with the flip in the front. Oh yeah, with the little to... kickstand on the back. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't understand people with that. You got all this extra case on your phone. <laughs> so great, but you know, everyone has their yeah. own preference. Well, this is a portion of our show where Jordan C lets us in on her DIY tip, tip of, of the week. I want to show you DIY. Ooh. You need some knowledge DIY. Ooh. I want to show you DIY. Ooh. You need some knowledge DIY. Ooh. Ah. Okay. That's cute. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you get that? Shake it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one I'm going to make very simple i just ask that you dedicate either 10 minutes to yourself or an individual that you find that you can invest your time in to help that's it help you or yourself 10 minutes in life or like no so i don't want to say like dedicate like an hour or a specific day because i find that people just get anxiety with that yes yeah i just say start small five minutes to 10 minutes something towards your goal or passion or just to shoot your little brother or little niece or nephew a text of encouraging words yeah you know something do something yeah i like that i'm gonna do that something Good think of you. someone else outside yeah. of you in this or think of yourself <laughs> are you trying to be know. some uh, somebody's manager like i see some big in you yeah or you know what you look in the mirror and you say i see some big and you <laughs> and you really talking to you right. but it took like you to that. see that to hear that let me stop but <laughs> well, just shoot it in the universe like throw it in yeah. the universe out there like the universe is hearing you like yes. all the you time know, sometimes you gotta it's gas so yourself up and do it for 10 minutes right do it for 10 minutes <laughs> or do dedicate five minutes to yourself and then five minutes to somebody else that's true but do Even something. If it's just reaching out, that yeah. five minutes is just sending, like you said, that text message. Right. Yeah. And then that can turn into more time you might give. Who knows? Ten minutes yes. can grow. You know? Yeah. Shout out to that. That's all I got. <laughs> That's the shortest. Yeah, that has to be the you shortest know? DIY. Drink water too. Drink Stay water. Right. <laughs> Watch right. ass. You know? <laughs> Front to back. I think definitely meditate. Like if I could mm-hmm. ever chime in anything, it would be like meditation. Like I've learned for the past six months now that I was dealing with a lot of like anxiety mm-hmm. over like being like overzealous about what I wanted to do and like working two jobs and like being able to make things ends meet and like trying to keep myself healthy and fit and all this stuff and it's like realizing it's that it's, it's so much yes, and you're consuming is. yourself into so much like I don't know like of a frenzy of a frenzy right that you didn't take a second to even breathe mm-hmm. so like now I wake up in the morning I meditate for five minutes you know deep breaths and then now 
Um, shout out to 10% Happier. If you don't have that app, 10% Happier. That. It's so good. It's an app for meditation. Mm-hmm. And basically, they have like different facilitators that will um, cater towards a different um, type of meditation. Oh. So if you're like ready for bed or you're mm-hmm. on the go or um, just kind of like regular meditation, you're just sitting down or you're standing or you're dealing with anxiety, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's such a good app. Um, I think there is a cost for it, but I think it's still worth it because it's like best in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, yourself. you know, there is the Calm app. It's free. That too. Calm app is free. Thank you, Joseph. There's a free version there. Yeah, for real. Or a, like I can't afford a modified version. <laughs> you know. I ain't got no money. My motto for 2019, <laughs> y'all heard it on the other episode, if it ain't free, it ain't for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But you can't be cheap about Stretch your, you know, your health. What's your health? Yeah, so. for sure. And it, um, it ties with your health app on your iPhone too as well. So it knows like all of your stats and things of that nature. And it kind of communicates with your health app, which is really good. It's good That's for your dope. doctor. That's well. dope. That's dope. Dope. Ayana, do you have a dope person thing? Dope thing of the week. Dope, dope, shit. dope, dope shit. Dope shit. Dope shit. Dope shit. Here's some dope shit of the week. Yes, I do. Um, it is actually Jaden Smith's album, <gasps> The Sunset Tapes, a yes. cool tape story. I love, 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 love it. Um, definitely, like, even just from Jump Like Soho, I think that's my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't, uh, intro songs aren't my favorite, but he just started off the tape so smooth like it was just it's a it's a whole fucking vibe so that's my dope shit of the week you guys go listen to that um yeah it's just vibey and and Jaden on there he getting his shit and he rapping he talking his shit too like i'm like oh shit all right talented brother (laughs) Mm -mm. no but yes so (laughs) i would say go um yeah listen to that if y'all just trying to be on some chill shit Yes. I love me some Jaden Smith. Right. Whole family is is amazing. Talk, talking about mentors, like shit. Yeah. yeah Jada, straight well, down to the grandma. Me. Right. The other baby I love mom. Red table talk. Like I just. Yeah. Oh my god. I said the other baby mom. <laughs> oh god. The first baby mom. Trey's, Trey's mother. <laughs> Trey's mom. Jada is just beautiful, and yeah, Trey's mother. Um, April is her name. I, I think so. Yeah. A beautiful woman. You know, like these people are just like, and they're so intelligent, and they just know yeah. how to set a platform for themselves and you should really tune into it like you yeah. should really like this is what they have to say and i think they speak a lot around like you know like what's going on in today's society yeah you know? and their energy is just so like they're just woke you yeah. know yeah Super whole woke. family is just like <laughs> yeah it's crazy way before anyone else, like willow Hold yeah on, I've been forgetting that she's like not even. She's just turned eighteen, right? Right. I was thinking about the other like today too. Like these kids are still so like young, but they're just so like you know, well versed. Yeah, yeah. It's it's their parents. Yeah, well funded. Chauncey, they trying to adopt me. That's true. When you got that money, you can be so well versed. Yeah, I would hate for my parents to have that amount of money and me not be be. anything. Yeah, Yeah. but there are people like that, and they're kind of like. Not to say, but it's kind of rare, like for people to kind of be on like the vibe that they're on. That's like true. there's people who have, I guess, the same less around them, the same amount, who aren't kind of you know as I guess in tune as they are. 
because they don't have to be they could they could totally be like oblivious to all that shit could be flying drones taking trips and not be worried about like anything real you know what i mean mm-hmm. but they are and that's why i like I, I, I appreciate that and i love but i think that's accounted for the fact that both their parents yes. come from a background where it's like nothing to something so mm-hmm. they have no choice but mm-hmm. to be up here with it yeah they like, didn't right. get famous until adulthood yeah it wasn't really well will was young right wasn't he like nah he was like how early was he 20s mid 20s not like 17 i'm saying he didn't spend childhood in his preteen years and oh, uh, like well, funded, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. like little bow wow for example yeah. he's been famous at a young young age mm-hmm. so he wouldn't really know Struggle at <sighs> ten years old. That's true. That's a reminisce. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to listen to much I didn't want to listen to too much Bowie. I had every album. You every, didn't miss nothing. Every picture, wow. every Word Up magazine, every. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, whoa! Girl. Wait, wait, what? What she said? She yeah, said I was waiting for you to say something. You like? I'm wait, over oh, here talking. Wait, what did you say? You didn't miss I nothing. I said what I said. He I feel so bad for your childhood because, like, really what? Though. No bow wow. No fucking bow wow. I was wait. saying little Romeo. So. Bow wow wow. You be yo. See, this how I know you just where my dog at. Never Ohio. How you from Ohio? And you don't even first off. Ohio. Like so let's Ohio start there. Though. Let's he's start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. Let's start there. He don't claim Ohio. He don't claim because he don't claim Ohio. He wasn't listening. He can keep his ATL ass somewhere else. He said, Jodeci from Ohio don't support the boy from Ohio. You know what? I'm from Atlanta now. Romeo. He always been from Atlanta. So he can kick rocks. Nah, man. First of all, Bow Wow had hits. So you're begging. Come on yeah. now. Him. And then messy oh, yeah. ass hands. He had, Romeo had what? Like one song? And I mean he looked good. He had now. a song feature. He looked good now, but no. he have he have he looked good. Bow Wow had hits now. on his on hits. No, we hits. gotta show respect for Bow Wow because Bow Wow really some had me respecting my kinky coils with that one line, hair nappy, but I'm happy, pocket, pocket full of dough from, from the, the CEO representing so he didn't write it. About, he that didn't was like it. his breakout song to my heat. The girls Y'all recognize right. and these new two, I'm the highest they walking through junior high school, so make room next. To your little hey, backstreet hey, posters, hey, cause Bow Wow's hitting this over. You heard I'm this, I'm that, all right. I'm all of the above. So we know what concert <laughs> ticket y'all was buying. Yeah, I stream tour having assholes. Oh yeah, you every stream tour, but the third I missed it. So I guess while your guys were like screaming for Bow Wow, I was screaming for Destiny's Child. Okay, much. I mean, my sister was, and I joined in too. But what? yeah, I got Bow I actually got on the Destiny. Yeah, after Bow yeah. Wow, writings on the walls was still there. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it was still there. Oh, but I, I had dare a whole you. moment with independent women. I don't see y'all hoes buying his music now. Now, where does support at now? It's still there. For where, Shop? No, um, Beyonce is fine. You said where's our support for, for Destiny for Bow Wow? For Bow Wow, yes. he's still here. He's still making his money. He got his growing in hip hop. What, what y'all doing? To fund it. Money. He's still out there. I watch. I actually watched that show. Yeah, he's actually really. He's. It's what are y'all doing? Yeah, he's entertaining on that mm. show. To help him. Why? Why do I need to help that grown ass man? What do you mean? Why what I'm helping him? What are y'all doing to help him? 
if he dropped well i was what am i, I doing actually, to help out what is the bow wow doing to help himself? How i was helping him in 2018 was i did purchase a ticket to go see him on the 25th anniversary of the social death they was supposed to have a tour and they canceled it because they didn't sell out the large arenas but um oh is that what happened yeah they just did one show in atlanta because they caught themselves trying to book these big arenas which they should have did and they should have did smaller re- arenas like you know the hotline or something like that but they tried I to mean, do the Barclays. The thing was, Diddy clearly just did that, which means you should have took a page out their book, test the waters first, then decide and see. I don't know what that said after Diddy, Because that's where the money went. You got to save up for these type of events. I don't know. I was trying to figure out about that. Oh, okay. Well, I'm definitely going to, I would definitely go to a social dump. No, the tour was about to be lit and everyone was pissed when it got canceled. Um, I think they're trying to like redo another, like do another tour, but they just need to think in terms of venues. They and, need to do theaters. And Bawa needs to stop putting his foot in his mouth. Like I, the re- Bawa has a special place in my heart because of the role that he played in my childhood. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he like big like a he wasn't even part. a fraction of mine. But the thing was, and, and that's unfortunate. I'm sorry for you. you but know, I Beyonce, finally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but what? But like nowadays, it's just like, which is also the thing with like social media like the gift and the curse is like you're able to like know these people in like real life a little bit he, there's much. no yeah. barrier there's no media training there's none of that shit so Bow Wow says a lot of dumb shit so yeah. him as a person pisses me off but I'm always like you know see the person making the music is still the same so I'm just gonna you said who's making music I said the person mm-hmm. is still the same as the person making the music. No, not necessarily. So Some people are whole wow. different personas. Yeah, Bow Wow. That's okay. necessarily they, Bow they I was messy when are. he was rapping. He messy now. <laughs> we don't know he was messy. <laughs> he was very... The thing we was, ain't got no evidence no, of that. No, no, the thing with There's Bow no Wow, when, especially when he if was... If I can see Jodeci's face right now, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, But the thing about please. Bow Wow, though, as he got into his teenage years and he decided to cut his hair and stuff like that, the arrogance definitely did seep through in the music because he was writing more of his stuff and you can hear it. And there's the way that he talks about himself in third person mm. and such and such is the same person that I heard when he was dropped like his, you know, third, fourth album or whatever. Mm. So like I can, the older he got, the more his real true identity was seeping through the music. But, but you yeah. know, what can Ooh, you I do? I remember that one song, was it Let, let, let me, me Hold You Down? That fake ass um. dance. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> oh, it's a good you hate it. You hate it, but you know it. But you know it. Though. It's in your head. You know exactly yeah, what it is. No. That's a culture. Song. Okay. Uh, because Thank he you. definitely sampled that song from Luther. That is why you know. I know the song. And every everybody samples everything. So it went his. That's the point. Oh god. That's why I knew it. Whoa. That's why I the knew point it. Is, <laughs> the point is, you're about I hate it, but you knew exactly like what we were nope. talking about. I knew the Luther song knew. that y'all were talking about. But I you sure did. I sure did. Exactly. He did in the video because there's a picture of him and his braids with the beach you know what's going on <laughs> with the so, white bandana you already know i'm not gonna front i was like that kid that wanted to grow their hair and the beach <laughs> oh my god my mom was like oh hell no no you're not doing that. Are you oh damn i was the only one that could do shout that. out to my mom she put bees in my and my sister's hair we used to be like shh, 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 shh. i love my bees bitch i used to love making noise right oh i thought we was on my, okay. on my alicia key shit when we I was younger Yo, I definitely had that one Alicia Keys braid that came forward. Oh my god! You know, so avant garde. I was there. So avant. I was so there you in were fifth so grade. Yeah, I was there. I had the one little ooh, girl. Bye. You can't tell me. Did shit. you have a shell in it? <laughs> <laughs> we kind of got off topic, but 
Uh, Keezer, please let everyone know where they can contact you if they're interested in maybe becoming a mentor or just um, knowing more information about um, Golden Thread. Absolutely. So, of course, we have our website, www.goldenthreadsociety.org. We're also on IG at Golden, hash, uh, Golden Thread Society. And then um, if you look up hashtag Golden Thread Society, we post a lot on there as well. Um, we're on Twitter. We just opened a Twitter platform. Really Ooh. exciting. So yeah. catch us at Golden Thread Society as, on there as well. I need to get y'all some clout off of and Black Twitter Facebook real well. quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. Yes. Retweet y'all stuff. Just put some really if you're looking stuff. for me, um, <laughs> gold, gold Keys with Z, K-E-Y-Z. So G-O-L-D-K-E-Y-Z mm-hmm. underscore to HR. That's my um, Instagram handle. That's where you can find me. Um, I'm getting ready for my uh, my staffing company that I want to open up. It's called it'll be called uh, the Costa Staffing and Enterprises. Oh, so the staffing part will be where I can help um, companies, especially if you're looking for volunteers or um, interns, things of that nature. So basically giving the youth a platform so they can kind of like show their talent and craft and like help build your company, you know, mm, things awesome. of that nature. And, um, and enterprises will be the operations. So obviously getting into like the fashion and doing fashion show productions and things of that nature. So very excited. I'm doing this in 2019. I'm pushing, push, push, push. Yes. Um, and push until something yeah. happens. I'm going to check back in Counseling. on you with that. <laughs> For real. some great work um going on with you guys and we appreciate you again for stopping in and uh, we'll link all of um the information of course in the bio um so you can go back and um take a visit and show some love to golden thread society again we appreciate you guys for tuning in to this episode of dope girl dialect of course you can follow us on twitter instagram at dope girl dialect hashtag at dgd pod to stay in the know um let us know what you think of each episode also if there's a topic that we haven't touched on and you feel like we need to speak on it or if you know somebody that we should be um keeping our eyes on and uh uh, should invite on the podcast let us know um you can email us at dopegirldialect at gmail.com also visit us at dopegirldialect.com listen to all past episodes as well as um our dope girl uh approved playlists you know we got some jams that yes. we've been listening to so make sure you're tuning into that and vibing out and we appreciate you guys as always uh final notes ladies uh Drink more water mm-hmm. and be great. Mm-hmm. Have a clean glass of water. I didn't want to say what she said. What she she said. didn't mention <laughs> the glass. Clean glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you drink so much. She said, get a glass of water. <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you to get a jug of water. <laughs> <laughs> get a jug of water, y'all. We'll and catch y'all. Eat your greens. <laughs> eat yes. your greens. Yes. <laughs> and we'll catch y'all be next healthy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Later.